Welcome to the Smart Weight Loss Coaching Podcast. I'm Dr. Lisa Olson, a board-certified weight loss medicine specialist and certified life coach. In this podcast, I'll share fresh insights and effective techniques for incorporating mindset, habit change, and proven science into your life. Are you ready to achieve sustainable weight loss, wellness, and longevity? Then let's jump in and lose weight the smart way. My daughter thought school was so-so until she met her second-grade teacher. Prior to being in Mrs. Pike's class, Amelia would go to great lengths to do the bare minimum required for her classwork. For example, when she had to write a reflection about her weekend on Mondays, it would go something like this. The question prompt would be, what did you do this weekend? And she would answer, stuff. Or the question was, what was the most fun thing you did this weekend? And she would answer, slept. She gave these one-word answers despite having an entire blank page for this creative writing assignment. I found this incredibly frustrating as a former people-pleasing, high-achieving elementary school student. Doing the minimum amount of work to get the grade became a bit of a sport for Amelia. If the assignment was to write a 50-word story, she'd spend so much extra time making sure she had exactly 50 words, not 51, because that would be somehow extra. We'd cajole Amelia to write more than the minimum she could get away with, but it was hard to instill motivation that she simply didn't feel. We tried a combination of carrots and sticks, but nothing seemed to work. Enter Mrs. Pike. Mrs. Pike was Amelia's second grade obsession. She loved her and talked about her constantly. Suddenly, Amelia was striving to wow Mrs. Pike with her schoolwork. She went above and beyond on everything. As parents, we were thrilled. And then over time, I became curious about Mrs. Pike's secret sauce. How did she create that newfound motivation in my child? It certainly wasn't with penalties for half-hearted work. I eventually discovered Mrs. Pike's magic formula for motivating kids. She simply caught them being good. Caught You Being Good was literally the name of the little paper reward certificates she would give the kids. They looked like little paper money in size and shape, but on the front it said, Caught You Being Good. She didn't give them out for the best grades in the class or the most right answers. She gave them out for effort, for trying. Being good meant giving it a good try with schoolwork or focusing on a problem. In fact, getting a wrong answer and then being willing to try again was highly celebrated. Mrs. Pike was all about the partial credit. If you were diligently working, trying something new or hard, it didn't really matter if you got the right answer. Rather, she'd notice your effort and celebrate it with a caught-you-being-good certificate. And now I love to channel my inner Mrs. Pike to help the women in my group motivate themselves for weight loss. Here's one way we do it. We use a worksheet called the Fantastic 50. You can make your own version with a Google Doc, the notes section of your phone, 
or just some old-fashioned paper and pen. When you have a success, especially a minor success, please write it down. Catch those little efforts, what I like to think of as micro-victories, then celebrate them because sometimes that's all it takes to create a little momentum. We start small with any new skill or endeavor. Over time, we'll build on those early achievements. Just like her second graders didn't nail it the first time Mrs. Pike gave them a writing assignment, you might not nail it the first time you go to a party with a plan to skip the cheese and crackers. But the fact that you made a plan to skip the cheese and crackers in the first place is already a win. Put it on your worksheet. Being at a party for an hour before having any cheese and crackers is also a win, by the way. And the fact that you eventually did eat those cheese and crackers is okay. You're human and you're practicing. You made some progress, even if you didn't land where you hoped to land. Successive approximations toward the goal. In other words, we're looking for progress, not perfection. Most of us recognize our obvious wins. Things like losing 10 pounds or perhaps passing on dessert when everyone else is having it. But do you celebrate when you stop after four cookies rather than eating the entire sleeve or box of cookies? Think about that for a second. Would you be willing to reframe eating four cookies as a win rather than a failure? I would, because I know I could eat plenty more than four cookies. I love cookies, especially when they're homemade. If I have access to a plate of my daughter's homemade cookies and I stop at four, it's actually kind of heroic. (laughs) Knowing that I really wanted to eat more, it's critical to acknowledge that eating four cookies is a win rather than a defeat. Would you consider celebrating the effort when you put away the ice cream after consuming half the pint? Or when you order burger and fries but get it without a bun? In a way, these are wins too. I find most people look at these moments as failures, but when we reward our effort and progress and not only the perfect outcome, we start to raise our sense of confidence and from that we create motivation. This brings up the P word, right? Perfection. With weight loss, people often think they have to be perfect. I violently disagree with that. It's not necessary to be perfect to lose weight, though we do have to strive and make progress with our behavior change. The easiest place to start is by rewarding our partial success. When we give ourselves partial credit and truly allow that to be a victory, then we bask in a feeling of accomplishment. When Mrs. Pike rewards her second graders for their little wins, they feel proud about the recognition. And when they feel proud, they're far more likely to repeat the behavior that led to that reward. Those caught-you-being-good coupons reinforce their effort, whether or not they actually got a good score on their assignment. It's the effort that gets rewarded, not the outcome. That certainly turned around my daughter's relationship with school. One year with Mrs. Pike was enough for her to understand that it feels awesome to recognize our own progress. After a while, Amelia was able to motivate herself without that external reinforcement from her teacher. She celebrated her own accomplishments to propel herself forward. 
So why does it matter for weight loss if I choose to think that it's a failure versus a win when I eat a half a pint of ice cream? It's because our thoughts create our feelings. When I think I blew it by eating half of the ice cream, then I feel discouraged. And when I feel discouraged, I'm less likely to make myself a healthy dinner. It's not the fact that I ate the ice cream that made me feel discouraged. It's my thought. I blew it. On the other hand, I could choose to think, hey, good for me. I wanted to eat the entire pint of ice cream, but I put it away at the halfway point instead. I did that. When I frame it that way, I feel proud of myself. I feel a bit stronger and a little more confident. And when I feel proud, strong, and confident, I'm likely to make my next food choice a healthy one because I'm in a positive frame of mind. I'm the one who created that confidence with my new thought. This speaks to a common theme I see among people in my program, especially those people with the most success. The ability to recognize our progress and to catch ourselves being good helps us to have a positive mindset. And this often occurs before the scale budges, which is why focusing on behaviors is more helpful than focusing on the number. That's the path forward. The number on the scale is simply a little touchstone to make sure you're not headed in the wrong direction. When I hear people trash-talking themselves for unhealthy food choices, I know they just increase the likelihood of making the next food choice unhealthy too. I've been there. I used to beat myself up all the time when I'd eat sweets, especially when I overate or binged on them. A key step forward was to simply cut myself some slack, knock off the mean girl talk, and notice what I was getting right instead of only seeing the ways in which I messed up. How about you? What's your inner voice like? As you think about this week's NBA or next best action, you might want to channel your inner Mrs. Pike and catch yourself being good. Be sure to write it down using the Fantastic 50 format. I'm telling you, it makes a difference to write it. When you've given yourself partial credit 50 times, you'll probably feel amazing and empowered to make your next 50 decisions healthy ones. You've got this. Thanks so much for listening. If you'd like more support during your smart weight loss journey, check out our group coaching program at smartweightlosscoaching.com. Until next time, stay well and stay smart.